But I, I do got a little something I want to share, and it's not even in a great, it's not a great portion. And it's, it's, a, uh, it's got a little tie-in to the Christmas story. <laughs> it's got a little bit, Merry Christmas. It's got a little tie-in. But I do want to share it to you, and it fits so good. I cannot believe y'all sung that song, and that, that one line in the, the song uh, where it says that the old is becoming, and become, the, ever, ever, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the old is becoming new. I could not believe that. The Lord is always so faithful. But that's really what I want to talk to you about this morning just a little bit. And really that's the heart of the Christmas story is the old really is transitioning. There's a transition and it's becoming new. And I want to share just a little bit of that with you this morning. And we leave these altars open all the time. I don't care if they're full. They can be full. And I'll preach on. I'll talk on. It's fine. Don't, if you're at this altar, you stay. You're welcome here. You pray. You pray on to whenever. Amen. You don't bother me none. Amen. But it's good to be here. Thank, thank you guys so much this morning. Thank you for being here, taking time to be here this morning, sharing time in this place. But I believe that this morning. I believe that in all my heart that the Christmas story is really this in, in one sense. It's many things. It's many things. But I, I believe this morning is, the Christmas story is, is a story of grace. Grace for, a, for the gap. And that's what I want to call it this morning. Grace for the gap. And I want you to just think about that a minute. Uh, I'm not going to really read you a text this morning. I was going to read to you out of John 1. And the main really reason I was going to read you John 1, I was going to read to you, of course, John 1, everybody knows that in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him, and without Him was nothing made, and in Him was life, and life was the light of men, and, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And then then I was wanting to read all that just to tie it into to really the Word becoming flesh and that is Christmas, ain't it? That is the Christmas. That was my tie-in to Christmas. Yeah, go on, thank the Lord. There you go. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And and then I like, what, what happened is, I, I'm going to tell you, I diligently did search scriptures. I did. For, for Lord, is there something Christmassy that you put on my heart? And, and, and that's actually how I ran into this here. But anyway. Then this is the part that comes to me. I want to, in verse seven he says this, and then, 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 or verse six. The man there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Whose name was John, and that same man he came as a witness to bear witness to the light, that all men through him might believe. And he was not the light, but he was sent to bear witness of the light. That was that. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, he gave them power to become sons of God, even them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld the glory, the glory of the only begotten Father. Listen, full of grace and truth. And then John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This is he of whom I spake. It cometh after me, is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have we all received grace for grace. And that's why I say, really, the Christmas story 
Really, the Christmas story is, 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 about, is about a story about grace to fill the gap. Because the Christmas story is really a transition. And I want you to think about that in just a minute. I know we look at it in a lot of different lights. And many very, very, and all, a lot of it's true. A lot of other biblical things are true. But really, it's the transition from the old to the new. It, it, was, the, it was the ending of the old, this old covenant, this old way of life, this old system, this old this old way that God had dealt with his people for so many years. This old covenant that had went on and on and on. God, God, had, God, had, God had used it and, and used it as well as man could use it. And I say as well, and it was, sometimes it was not so well, this old covenant. But, but here, here comes Christmas. And here, comes, here comes this story. And, and, and here's the transition. Here comes the transition. Going to something new now. And I don't know if you realize it or not, but John, John the Baptist, John the Baptist was the man that God decided to use in the Christmas story, really, if you will, this story of grace, this, this, this bridge. John the Baptist has become the bridge from the old to the new. From the old covenant to the new covenant. In other words, in other words, John, John, and I'm going somewhere, so hang with me. You know I am. Sometimes you ain't sure when I get there. I know. I'll let you know when we're there. But John the Baptist, he was of the old, had his hand in Malachi. He did. Had his hand over in Malachi, but yet, but yet was reaching, trying to grab hold to Matthew. Hey! He was of the old, but there was something new working in him. Something old, he was of the old system. The Bible says he was. He was of the old system, but something new was working all inside of him. And that's really, that's what Christmas was about. Christmas was about this. It was about this transition. John comes born of the old with this new working on the inside of him, with his hand in the old and, and, and one hand in the new. And, and even his name. See, his name, his name. Remember, remember the, the angel, we'll, we'll, we'll get there in a minute, but the angel, the angel will, told him even what he's going to be named. In other words, because in those days, you know, and especially even sometimes in our days, a lot of times the firstborn is named after their father or, or, or the family, a family tradition or a part of that family system. But he said, no, 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 you're going to call his name, just so you don't mess this up, you're going to call, Zacharias, you're going to call, you're going to call, you and Elizabeth are going to call his name John. And, and I, I never, ever really had studied it, but that's really derived from a word that means Yahweh is gracious. Yahweh is gracious. In other words, in other words, in other words, in other words grace. We're going to name John Grace. He's going to be the bridge. Grace is going to be the bridge, the bridge from the old to this new. If you're going to get to the old, to get to, it's, going to, it's going to be grace. We're going to take you, just so you don't matter, we're going to take you out of the old system and grace. How many know this morning that grace is what straddles, if you will, both worlds? It's going to, if, if you're here this morning and you've come here from the old world, and I'm not just talking about the law or some old covenant, but we're all born in the old way. Born of an old man, born of an old nature. 
we all, we, all, we all have looks of the old system. Sometimes we all have ways of an old system. Sometimes we act like the old man. But if you're here this morning and down in your heart, there's something new stirring. If there's something new down in our stirring, I just want to tell you something. It's going to be grace. It's going to be grace that's going to get you there. It's going to be grace that's going to bring. Grace can straddle both worlds and take you. Grace, grace will take you exactly out, bring you out of the old and bring you into the new. And there is no other way. There is no other way. Amen. Amen. It's, what, what, kind, what kind of grace, and here, here's where I'm going. I've got to hurry because I'm, I'm going to try to be punctual this morning because I know it's Christmas and, and y'all got things to do. But what kind of, that was a sarcastic laugh, Chris Martin. <laughs> I will talk to you after church. What kind of grace, though, what kind of grace was this on John the Baptist? What kind of grace do we need? What, what kind of grace will, will allow us to, to move from the old and into the new? I, I love John the Baptist's story, and I just got hung up on his story. I, I've preached it a few times, but, but what kind of grace is, does fill the gap? I want you to take me, take me if you would, Kayla, to Luke 1 and 18. I'm going to read three or four scriptures along the way this morning. That that that'll just tie in various parts of his of his life. And this is this is John towards the end uh, of where he's where he's getting ready to go into to his ministry. But listen, this child John the Baptist he he grew and waxed strong in spirit, and he was in the deserts. Listen till the day of his showing. Amen. He grew and waxed strong, got stronger. Where at? In the deserts. In the wilderness. I want to stop right there. I want you to get a hold of this because it's a desert place that John, it's a barren place. It's a wilderness place that John grows, where he really grows, where he thrives. There's a grace, there's a grace, there's a grace that God that God uses to take us from the old into the new. Sometimes it seems like it's that's a place that's going to kill me. That's a place I can't survive. I can't live like that. Because it's a grace that wants to disconnect us from the old. Disconnect. See, even in this realm, this was a seemingly God disconnected. His daddy, his mama, they were priests. His dad was a priest in the temple. A faithful priest, I might add. He, he was faithful over the house of God and, and worked. Worked the order of God's house. He kept everything going and functioned. Performed his duty. Elizabeth performed her duties. And, and even, even when there was no presence. They were faithful when there was nothing going on. It was those silent years where, where God wasn't moving. And God wasn't saying anything. And, and there was no glory. But yet, how many know, how many know it? You need to be faithful even when there ain't nothing going on. Even when there ain't nothing happening. Even when it ain't even when it ain't really good at church. Even when the preacher is supposed to preach a Christmas message and he don't. Dang on it. 
you still got to be faithful. And that's what his parents were. They were faithful. But you see, see God, 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 God separates him from the system. I hope you see that because this is important. And this, this is even the religious system. Because at the time, at the time there was this Pharisees, and, and how was he, how was John going to be able to bridge the gap unless grace separates him? How are you going to, how are you going to move from the old to the new unless there's a grace that can disconnect you from where you've been, all you've ever known? Takes him to the desert, disconnects him, moves him out of system, removes him from everything he's ever knew. What's feeding him? Grace. What's keeping him? Grace. What's instructing him? Grace. He's not dependent on, and that's what makes this so powerful. When he comes, when he becomes time for him to be showed. I mean, no, there's a time. He's grew to age. Because there's time coming. He's gonna, he's, it's time to show, John. It's time to show. It's time to be that for. It's time to be that. It's time to be that one that, that lets go of Malachi and reaches for Matthew. Because that time's coming. That time's almost coming. And, and, and how's he going to be able to do that unless he's been disconnected from that system? Because you know what? If, if he had stayed a part of the system, if he had grew up among the Pharisees, the priests, and all that system, well, when he become time to show, all, all he would have looked for was man's applause, man's approval, he would have stuck with Malachi. Y'all ain't hearing me. Where's my church? He would have stuck with it. I'm just going to tell you, a lot of times, a lot of times that's, that's why we can't move on into the new. I can't help it. I've been on this new thing now for a few weeks. Wednesday night has, has destroyed my mind. I'm just going to tell you, Wednesday night, this flow, this river flow, is, and it's, ah, it's done bled over up in this house on Sunday morning. It's done got hot. Woo. Hey. Good. Glory to God. He would have he held on to Malachi because that was what would get the approval. That's what would get the pat on the back. That's, that's what, he, he would have he hang on to, the, to all the old and would have looked around to see, is that good? Is that good? But see, see, God disconnected him. Sent him to the desert. Where it don't look like nothing can live. Don't look like nothing can survive. You want to you know how you know for sure you're living off of grace? Because you can survive in the desert. Hey! Hey! You can, you can thrive. You can thrive and grow. Not just live, but grow stronger. Grow stronger in spirit. Wax Wax stronger in, in places where, where everything else dies. Amen. I love to see, I love to see folk, I love to see folk that even though sometimes they're in wildernesses and deserts, you can see God's grace feeding them. Feeding them. And, and, and things that things would have killed just natural people, they're, they're, they're thriving. They're growing. They're waxing stronger, stronger and stronger, amen, amen, just, you know what I'm talking about, amen, amen, I'm, 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 I'm halfway done, let's just hope the big hat, the last half ain't the big hat, 
You know, the wilderness, wilderness, what? And the desert, you know, what, what does that look like, you reckon? I know in the natural it looks like several things, but in the spiritual, I know it looks something sometimes about extremes. And that's really the wilderness in the desert. In the natural, there's these extreme. It's not just really. A lot of times you might think, oh, this is a hot place. Well, it's not like that really. The desert is, but it can be extremely cold too. From the day to the night. Extremes. That's really the desert. That's really the wilderness. That's really the desert places. These places of great extremes. How many know, how many know it takes great grace to handle the extremes? Oh my God! Don't it take don't it take great grace to handle these extremes? I do pretty good when I'm successful. How about y'all? I like the extreme of being very very successful, but but can you handle the extreme of being successful here and a failure there? How many know sitting in here this morning? I guarantee you, there's people who's been a great success here here and and very much a failure here. One part of their life has been killing it. And this part of their life. Making bank at my job. Is that still, is that still cool? Making bank. Or am I, am I too old? Making bank's cool, ain't it? Making bank on my job, but 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 my marriage. Somebody got to have grace. Or or things going really good in certain areas of your life or in health. I preach for myself a little bit. Health, health a mess. Head full of vision, head full of ideas, head full of dreams. Head full of what God wants to do and, and health, health, health seemingly failing. Takes grace. That's extreme. It's extreme. The, these two over these two over here. We we had such a beautiful wedding back in July at the park. My God. It was like a little piece of heaven down there. Amen. He's, this boy knows how to work a wedding. He 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 have, he, he, he have a wedding when we're having a picnic, and he ain't got to buy nothing. Just, just put that on the church's tab. Let's have a reception on, on them. That's a man after my own heart right there. I just going to tell you right now. No wonder me and you like each other. We'll ride and die together, brother. Amen. Amen. And and that was the extreme of such a wonderful time in just a short span. Takes grace. You, you, you've been through the desert. You know that. You know that. But you know why, don't you? He's taking you from the old. Hey, hey, he's taking you from the old, and, and, and you're reaching forward to the new. Hey, Shinamasa. Glory, Shinamaha. Reaching, reaching towards the new. Yeah. The new. 
Anybody else been through extremes? God's taking you. Grace is taking you from the old. Another thing about the wilderness is this, uh, the desert places, and I don't know a lot about it because I ain't been in many deserts. Can't ever remember ever being in one. I've seen some on TV. And one thing I know about it, it seems like it's, it's, it's always shifting sand and things moving. And I hear, I hear this. I, I read this in, or, or watched it on Bear Grylls or something. Uh, where you can, where you can go, go, to, go to bed one night in the wind storm or whatever, and, and all the landscape has changed when you get up. Just the next day. That the landmark, there's no landmarks. That's in a desert place. No landmarks. Not able to tell where. Anybody ever got up one morning and it just don't even look the same anymore? Merry Christmas, y'all. That's just, this is all I got. I just thought I needed to throw a Merry Christmas in there. But this is all, it's all shifted. It's all changed. I don't recognize any place. I just don't recognize. Now, I can relate to that because I used to be a big coon hunter. I used to do a lot of coon hunting. At night, and and and, and I, could, I could hunt places that I grew up in, and, and, and hunted there all my life in the daytime. But at night, with a with a flashlight, and 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 if I didn't pay close attention and get turned around, twisted around, chasing dogs and what all, and, and look up and realize, man, I just don't recognize. It, it takes grace. It's going to take grace to bring you through places like that. Grace. There's a lot of lostness and a lot of wondering to get from the old. That's what I'm preaching on. It's about getting from the old life, the old system, the old way. We're almost at it. I know it's Christmas, but I'm closer to preaching on New Year than I am Christmas. So let me just go on and say it. We're about to leave. We're just a few weeks away from leaving the old. I'm going into the new. And I ain't never been big on just dates, but I'm going to tell you, there's something spiritual and prophetic going on that you need to understand, that you need, you need grace because I know you don't recognize some of it this morning. You don't recognize some places in your life maybe now. But I'm going to tell you what, you, you need the grace to take you from where you're at to where you're going, to that new, to that new. Don't get stuck on the old. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, one, one last thing about the wilderness, and I know this, it lacks moisture. It lacks water, moisture, sustenance, wh whatever, whatever you want to call it. It, it. Nothing likes to grow there. And, and it seems like, it seems like, Everything God's been doing, some of you will know I'm telling the truth here. It seems like it seems like all this this new place, Brother Lee, is trying to kill me. Don't it? <laughs> it seems like this new place. No wonder we try to hang on. No wonder we're stuck on the old. Our mind loves the old. 
We ain't got to think about it. It's easy. Ain't got ain't to think twice about it. We just can just do it. You just do the same old routine over and over and over and over. But down inside, that's what I'm talking about. Down inside this morning, there's some hearts that's craving new. My God, hungry for something new. Hungry for something new. The mind says, no, 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 no. Same road, same path, same way, same time, same everything. No, no, no. The heart says, no. I got to have him lest I die. New. New. And it seems like God's trying to kill. But I'm just going to tell you what's going on. What's going on? God's just validating the grace that's on your life. Because you're surviving. Not only surviving, you're growing. You're waxing strong. Now i got to finish this. Go to Matthew right quick. Because I, I, could, I couldn't get away from it. Go to Matthew right quick. This was, this was some as he come in those days, came John. Okay. He's waxed strong. He's growed in the spirit. He's, he's letting go fully of Malachi. God, God's done put him in the wilderness and systems are gone. Old ways is gone. He don't look much like a priest. He don't look like his daddy Elizabeth and Elizabeth. He, he don't look nothing like them. He don't look. You wonder why I don't look nothing like a preacher. I'm just validating myself now. I'm trying to justify something here. I'm justifying blue jeans and usually no tie. Uh, 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 he, he don't look much like his daddy but he comes now he comes he's letting go of, of, of all the old and here he comes and getting ready getting ready to proclaim the new preparing a way for a, even us here he goes he says and in those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness preaching in that same place he thought was going to kill him Proclaiming in, of Judea. Verse 2. Verse 2. It's saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. By the way, that was John's first message, and that was John's 20th, 40th, 70th. I told the Lord it ain't fair. I said, Lord, I work myself to death trying to trying to come up with new material every Sunday. I've been preaching this church 25 years. I don't know that I've ever preached the same message. I mean, I know I've had variations of the same scriptures, but I've said it's not fair. And the Lord said, well, you ain't a good preacher as John was. <laughs> I said, a man can preach that long on the same, on the same message and, and, and have the results he did. He was a better preacher than you are. I had to agree with the Lord and shut my mouth. <laughs> hey! I said, well, I need to learn how to, that, that guy must have learned how to preach if he could preach that same message. And, 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 and they'd come off the riverbank everywhere. You know? I sometimes can't even get them to raise a hand, Lord, in, in the comfort of this nice sanctuary. John had them pouring off of him. As a matter of fact, he was calling them. He said, you bunch of snakes, you get back up on the bank. Well, I see a little more out of you. I ain't getting in the river with you. He is calling them. Merry Christmas. Amen. I got to finish. Yeah. For this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one. And, and, and that, that got me too because it really did. Because sometimes, sometimes I feel like I'm more of an echo than a voice. I, sometimes I feel like I'm just repeating what I heard somebody else say. Come on. I do sometimes, sometimes. 
Hey, I'm just, I'm just one that will admit it. I, I'm a, I, I plagiarize everybody. I know stuff that Keith said 25 years ago I still use. I, 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 I've plagiarized so many people. I don't even know sometimes when it's mine or when it's theirs or whose it is. I, I just go on and preach it like it was. Yeah, that was good stuff. Thank you. I don't remember it being anybody else's, so I'll claim it. But it probably was. Now, every now and then, every now and then, I get something. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But, but anyway, anyway, he come preaching. And this voice one crying in him, prepare ye the way of the Lord. And make, make his path straight. And then this is, I, I got hung up right here. I'm sorry. And I'm not going to stay here long. But it just got me. And I, I, I've read this, but I've never, never, never really stuck in my heart. This same John, this, this, this man of grace, this man who was letting go of Malachi. Reaching on to the gospel. The same John, he had his remnant, he had his coat. Come here. A garment. Kind of, you know how we sometimes we put the garment of praise. He, he, had, a, he had a garment of camel's hair. Think about that. This is grace. You want to know how to survive? This is grace in the wilderness. This is grace in them barren places. This is grace in a barren place with little more. Camel hair. I like his outfit already. Camel hair. He had camel hair, a coat of camel hair. You, you know, I, I can't help it, and maybe I'm silly, but I, I couldn't help it because, you know, you know, camels, maybe he was, well, we do put on the remnant. We, we put on a certain mind. We put on, put off the old man, put on the new. Maybe, maybe John was symbolizing something. I, I'm just suggesting that. I'm, oh, I'm over here suggesting. I'm over here playing with scriptures. I'm over here letting my spiritual imagination run through the scriptures. And, and, and maybe, maybe it is John. John was trying to get the mentality. You know, you know, a camel can go a long ways on just a little bit of, just a little bit of water. Just a little bit. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna tell you that's grace. That's grace. When you, when you can, I just get just a little, that's all I just a little bit of word. If you just speak just a little bit, if I can just get just a little prayer time, just a little prayer, if I can just get a little praise, I go a long ways. See, John did. See, I don't know if you realize this, but John ain't seen Jesus. Matter of fact, John ain't never seen Jesus. John heard Jesus proclaimed when he was standing knee deep in his mother's womb in fluid. John Best was standing six months deep in, in, in his mother's womb's fluid when, when Mary showed up at Elizabeth's house and gave her the great news that him from on high had overshadowed her. And she, she, she was now with the child Jesus Christ. Remember, John, John heard the He was the first one that responded to your Christmas message. Because the Bible says that six-month-old baby leaped. Leaped. This would be a good place for one of them pro-life messages, I guess. I guess this would be a good place to insert a little bit about life. In the way, I'm gonna tell you if John the Baptist at six months old can respond to Jesus' birth, 
not only respond, but filled with the Holy Ghost. He's done wretched way ahead. Even in his mother's womb, he's let go of Malachi. He's wretched beyond Pentecost. We got, we've done had Pentecost, and you can't hardly talk church people into reaching. Where's my church? He ain't heard from him since. But he could put that camel hair on and go a long way on the message, even of Christmas. I wonder, can you, can you this morning, can you, can you put your camel hair on and go a long way just on the message of Jesus came to save the world from its sin? Good glory to God. I know I got to shut up, but I hate to. <laughs> Nobody said nothing. Where's my church? <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, a camel, a camel is made for, for burden bearing, for labor, for carrying a load. He was going to carry a load. He was going to carry, he was going to carry, carry it all the way through. He's filling the gap. He was a gap filler. He was carrying stuff way too heavy. But grace, some of y'all trying to carry stuff way too heavy for you. You need to lean into grace this morning. You're trying to carry stuff way too, you need to put the camel hair on this morning. But you're trying to carry stuff not built for you alone. And, and of course, I know he had this leathern girdle. I ain't got time, but he had this leathern girdle. Just reminded me of, how many know that grace is, just like we read in John 1 this morning, it's not without the truth, the, the, the leathern girdle of the belt of truth that even Paul brings out in Ephesians, that we, we, we gird our loins with truth. How many, how many know, how many know, I, good, how many know you're not going to leave Malachi, you can't leave Malachi, get to the gospel, unless you still got truth too. How many know that, that, that we're leaving a lot of the old, but there was some truth in the old that we still got to go, good, God got to go with us. There's a lot of that that's still got, my God in heaven, still got to go with us. We buckle up, buttercup. And it goes with us. On in. There's a lot of it we left. It's fulfilled through Christ. But he was full of grace and truth. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta close. Here, here it is. And I got this this is actually the part. This is actually the part that stirred me. He it's what he ate, his meat. Remember when Jesus, Jesus, when when he was sitting at the well and he sent disciples in to get something to eat. And they come back and they thought, well, he's, he's talking this way. He's done been eating. He said, my meat, what fills me, what's, what's giving me my energy is to do the will of him that sent me. Well, we're fine. Here's what John says his meat was. His, his meat, what sustained, him in the, what sustained him in the wilderness, what sustained him in this barren 
place where everybody else dies and where everything else dies. And no, there's no growth. But he's validating the grace of God. He's showing everybody this is just how God is. No wonder he was the one bearing light to the light. No wonder he was the one making a way because he was showing everybody this is really what the grace of God does in your life. No wonder he was making Jesus, making God look like the true light. He was thriving off of locusts and wild honey. I know, I'm going to spiritualize. Somebody told me one day, you spiritualize everything. Well, says, that's just the way I see it. Amen. I said, it's better than carnalizing it. <laughs> well, what do you want me to do? You want me to see everything natural? You want me to carnalize it? I do enough of that on my own. Amen. No, I do. I, especially if I'm going, it's a spiritual book. It is. This is not Reader's Digest. This is not Old Yeller. That's good. I shouldn't even say Old Yeller. Old Yeller's a good movie. That's what I tell you. But it's not. I know. I'm gone, ain't I? I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. And I ain't nowhere near Christmas. But anyway, he's surviving. Meat, his meat is locust. You know what locust is throughout all the Bible? It, it devours. That's all locust does. God would use it even sometimes uh, as judgment to devour. You, you know who the devourer is. You know who he is. The devourer, the devourer, the devourer. I, I just believe. Here's what I believe. This is like this is me super spiritualizing every day. This is what I believe. I believe. I believe John survived in the wilderness. Everything that the devourer would come at him with, God gave him grace called honey to dip it in. Oh! I have fun all by myself. You tell. Everything that the enemy would bring, everything that the devourer would try to come at him in his life. John would take what he was trying to buy and, and he would take the grace of God as honey. And he would make it sweet. You want to survive in the wilderness? Because the devourer is coming. He's going to try to eat something of yours. He's going to try to eat you up. And every time he comes, you, 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 need, you need to pull into the honey cabinet of God. Honey in the rock, baby. You need to pull into the honey cabinet of God and dip whatever those things are. Dip it. What kind of dipping sauce you want today, sir? I want honey. Honey. I'm going to dip it in the grace. Of God, and it's going to be sweet. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I, I, I'm going to get a taste for eating the things that the enemy tries to devour me with. Hey, hey, yes, yes, and not only that, I'm going to grow off of it. I'm going to grow off of. Where's my church? I'm going to grow off of it. I'm going to grow. Everything, every time, whatever it is. Keith, you better come on. I've done went on and on and on. You better come on. I ain't done, but I'm going to find a place to land this boat. 
Amen. Amen. So, so here, here's kind of, and I just, got, I just got to run to the end here. This is kind of how it ends. This is kind of how it ends. This, this was where he finally, he, he left Malachi. This is where he finally, he grabbed onto the gospel. You remember, remember that he's there at the river. A couple of days, he's there been baptizing. And he ain't seen Jesus. I know he's his cousin. He ain't seen him. John's been in the wilderness. He's been cut apart from, disconnected. He's, in the, he's out there baptizing, out there still in the wilderness at the Jordan baptizing. And this crowd, humongous crowd. Don't let crowds bother you this morning. I don't let, if you're here this morning, you, I, don't, I don't like crowds. Don't let that bother you. There's only one you need to worry about. There's only one. That's why we're all here. We're all here for one. We're all here for one. Jesus ordered this service just for you for, for that one. He went, he went, they're, they're, they're there at the river. He's baptizing. And, and I don't know. I don't know how all this went down exactly, but I got imagination. He's dipping. He's dipping. He's standing knee deep in water again. I don't know. I don't know if it's a sensation. I, I don't know if it was a just a sense. I, I don't know what it was, but but by, 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 through one of them dips, I, I guess he. Sent something. Remember? Remember what he did in John 1, 1 26, 27, 28, 29? Hey, watch out! Watch out! He's reaching for the new! Behold! Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. cool even in the midst of that huge crowd and I assume it's thousands the way it talks and here's that huge crowd he recognized Jesus grace I want to tell you something this morning here's what I know here's what I know there's grace in this place for you to recognize Jesus there is there's grace brother Keith is there grace in this place to recognize Jesus this morning This morning, that's that's what I want from you. That's my heart. I come here. I come here. I come here kind of as one of them forerunners just trying to point. I've come to tell you, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away all the sin of the world, all, all that we are. I wonder this morning, is there anybody in here struggling to leave some old thing, some old system, reaching for what's stirring in your heart the new I wonder I know we've done had an awesome presence an awesome time but I believe in this house this morning there is that 